Welcome to a whole new adventure within the Milky Way galaxy and beyond. Welcome to Mass Effect Adventum. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Adventum. Man, oh man, I'm excited for this one. I have no clue what's going to happen, but that's okay. That's fine. That's kind of how I am every episode. But if you're listening, uh, thank you so much. There's so much exciting stuff. Naeem, correct me wrong. We hit 100 reviews uh, for the podcast, which is exciting. I know there's, as of the moment of this recording, there's currently a... um, uh, pretty pretty exciting um, contest going on. I, how did you describe it? But basically, signed print, uh, uh, really dope art. So hope, I'm assuming by the time this comes out, that person's already won. So insert name here. Congratulations, you did it. <laughs> Fantastic job. I love it. Uh, thank you for being a uh, supporter of the channel. Other ways you can support the uh, the show. Of course, as always, the Discord. Uh, you are able to talk with other fans of Adventum. Talk to us some really cool um, rooms that we have. Uh, you're also able to make uh, RP characters um, for RP that's going on in the Discord, as well as sometimes we get characters out of that and shove them into the danger that is the main story. There's also the Patreons, another great way to support us. If we reach, is it 100 Patreon members and we're pretty close? Where are we at as of the re- moment of this recording, Naeem? Do you know? Yeah. 80? Yeah. 80, so we're 20 away. What happens when we hit uh, 100? Uh, the Malovia side arc missions that's been going on, which have been, I don't know the best word to describe it, but it's- The, the hardest I've laughed <laughs> doing a tabletop RPG in a long yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we can totally keep these these sessions safe in the in the fun vault. But we want to share these. These it would be it would be a shame if these episodes were not shared with with y'all. Yeah, and it'll be both video and audio versions too, of these sessions, as well as we'll start doing monthly um, live Q and As with uh, Bert and I and whomever else wants to join. Uh, that'll also be for every Patreon member, not just a certain tier. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's one other really cool way that people can support uh, Adventum, and that's with our our dope ass store uh, with some some pretty sweet swag on there. I got a pretty dope uh, sweater ho- or hoodie, not hoodie, sweater, sweater, sweater. Um, and I also have cups and things that I've gotten from it. Where can they check that out again, Naeem? Uh, the Adventum Shop dot com. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Check it out. Yeah, I I, I still have Kelly's holding a hostage, uh, dude. Same. Well, you're getting something else that hasn't come in yet, so I'm just not going to do. He, oh my gosh, so Ew. so many How things. What am I? What am what? And you better give well, her that shirt. Yeah. Well, I don't want to make like multiple trips. I'm freezing over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> like she lives like 80 miles away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we live like 10, 15 minutes apart. Something like that. Gas yeah. is high right now. It's yeah. true. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth that six ninety nine. I saw six sixty nine on my corner and I was like, nice. Yes. <laughs> uh but yeah, I have Emily's, Kelly's and uh Evans. I mean show it? Am I allowed to show it? Yeah, you can show it. We also have some super sweet I mean this is audio only, right? 
Yeah. yeah. So he's just showing it. He's showing it. You can show it. We will see it. We'll but, react um, very wildly. Um, we will describe it. We'll do yeah. an audio description. Um, also, get yourself a mug. These mugs are super duper great, and you can show off your Adventum uh, love at your workplace. Oh, yeah. That looks good. Oh, that, that looks, looks good. great on you. Right? So, so this is an That's audio. So cool. as a description, Bert is wearing these these sweater yeah, that, that has nice. the, the the kind of the crew neck lineup. sweat sweatshirt. Yeah. It's yeah. like usual suspects, basically. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It looks great. Fit it looks great. Good. looks soft. looks comfortable. Yeah. It's great. Wow, great. It's it is, I'm it, already it burning up because like it's 80 person. degrees in Los Angeles. So give me one second. We'll take it off. Naeem, uh, if I missed anything, I think I hit it all. But go ahead yeah, yeah. and uh, take it from here and throw it to anyone but Evan for the episode <laughs> recap. Yeah. No, no, I, I got this guy. Evan's so. got it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Today is, I think yours gets here today. Your hoodie. Oh. Uh, Did uh, I get the usual suspects one? I need You that. got the other one. The, no. <laughs> but yeah, because you were waiting for the green to get back in stock for this oh, one. Green. I need the usual suspects print. Yeah, I need that's the also a really good print. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, I also because we hit a hundred. Bert, do you remember? <laughs> I lost count of how many oh! extra. <laughs> um, well, oh, yeah. okay, we said that there would be one <laughs> that you would get. When we hit a certain goal, uh, look, it's been it's been helping a lot. I don't know. It has, so I would say that we've we received that and we, we hit a hundred. Excellent. We could stop at a hundred. How about that? Yeah, you'll get one more. There is one more mission <laughs> uptick that everything will get so based off two? the wonderful. I think it's two now because we had hit seventy five and then we hit a hundred. Oh my god, because of the reviews. Yeah. Oh. Alright, well, so like I said, <laughs> there's some math that needs to be involved and some discussions <laughs> that need to be had post this. Um, but yes, with, uh, with the, the context here is with, uh, the, in addition to uh, hitting 100 and giving away the sweet, sweet art print, it also helped uh, uh, keep the galaxy from slipping further in the chaos. All the mission timers were added um, to it so we'll figure out that number and add to it and um you know i have thoughts on that but i'm sure everyone else here is super happy that that's happening so thank you everyone. yeah and then on on the topic of the print giveaway that's happening currently um a lucky individual will get a, a canvas print i don't remember the size i gotta look at the details but is a canvas size is a canvas based print that will be signed by every member of the Rubicon. Uh, I will also gladly put my infamous seven-layer dip recipe on the very back, <gasps> so you will always have it. You get a free Wait. recipe as well. Wait, hold up. You oh. gotta share that in the chat, dude. Okay. <laughs> what? Well, you gotta win the print, Kelly. You gotta win all the <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> I only put my recipes on giveaways in autographed form. I think that was it. I don't have anything else. Great. Mm. Cool. Well, then, um, episode recap. Evan, you want to give us your best shot at it? Oh, yeah, Evan. <laughs> so, uh, I think Valor was in the ship for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody else, it seemed like they were doing some really important stuff. Maybe having some discussions. Probably there was a couple arguments, maybe, uh, you know, uh, as to the best uh, approach uh, to the mission. Uh, pass it to... Uh, <laughs> Emily, you want to fill in the details? <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I think that was accurate. accurate for, yeah. Valor was, like, busy doing his own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
feel free to fill in the blank spurt. But um, I believe uh, we headed. We were heading towards Thessia. Uh, we met the two kind of other Janus Collective individuals on the ship, our pilot and kind of Cleo's other security personnel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. You had a thing? No, no, no. Naeem, interrupt I, me. I, interrupt me, Naeem, please. I forgot about the pilot. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, you uh, were like, oh, yes, with your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Um, And yeah, so we, so uh, Jizera was in contact with her, was it, is it like the prime matriarch on Thessia? Or it's like your, your, your kind of advisor on Thessia, Tanea? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, the, it's the uh, monastery matriarch. The monastery matriarch. So, so Jaisir was in contact with the monastery matriarch. It was interesting because we were receiving two different information. Uh, the original call that Jaisir had received made it sound like the monastery was currently under attack. And then, as we approached, and Jaisir was in contact with the monastery matriarch, uh, some some suspicious, spoopy things happening, and it appeared that uh, the monastery was not, in fact, under attack at that moment, but was preparing and was very curious to hear why. Uh, Jaisira had received uh, a message stating otherwise. Uh, and so after some deliberations between the crew, especially with Jaisira, like this mission being so important to her, especially like this is her other family, um, figuring out how to how to land, how to come in, what is the best means of, of assessing and handling the situation. Uh, the Rubicon finally lands on the island where the monastery is on uh, Thessia and disembarked, and that's when we got to meet uh, Jaisira's monastery matriarch, whose name, if you want to fill this in, Tanea. Shumi. Uh, I think you have their name, Shumi. Oh, and remember we learned that like Hannibal was around? And then that Jaisira learned that Hannibal like almost killed Valor, right? Oh yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Yeah, I did learn that, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's right, because that was Commander Nickens' concern with like yeah. uh, splitting off. Oh yeah, there was a lot of there was a there was a tensions have risen on the Rubicon crew in regards to to going alone as now, yeah, like we've seen kind of what happens when you do and what happens when you don't. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, so with tensions high, with with a battle on the way, we find the crew on Thessia preparing for what is to come as much as they can. <laughs> Good. I'm scared and excited. <laughs> Dare I say, uh, Jazira is dealing with two families meeting each other for the first time. Yeah. Nope. Well, then, excellent like recap, Evan. Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, two worlds, one family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we just got DMCA'd. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that was short no. enough. That was short enough. That was short enough. Uh, We're okay. Uh, Evan, any that make all sense? Any questions, comments, concerns that you have in regard specifically regarding Valor? Up no, to that's that really exciting that Jazira learned that fact. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, we we know a bit about how um, Jazira worked with Hannibal in the past, a little bit, right? So yeah, cool. All good. Cool. Okay. Well, then, with that, we'll open up exactly where we left off. The Rubicon has landed uh, in front of the uh, Fortress Monastery. Again, you're kind of on this remote island out in the ocean. You're away from any of the major cities. You can see that this is uh, both a tactical advantage for the Justicar Monastery to be away from everything, but in this particular situation, 
um, you know, you don't have any of those resources uh, available to you, right? It is remote as something can be on uh, Thessia, right? Um, with that, you can hear the sound of waves in the distance uh, as it's crashing again. You're on this island. Um, it's not raining, but there's like that like overcast feeling that like a storm is about to like hit. Um, in so more the, ways than one. As like the clouds like are dark off on like the coast, um, you can feel that there's just like this uh, both uh, moisture and tension in the air as there are people setting up different defenses outside the monastery. Now, again, what somebody would see is, what you all would see is, not all of them are, sorry, there are like auxiliary um, species here that are helping out in um, the monastery setting up um, defenses. If you recall, Hannibal is a human, right? So there are, this monastery seems to take people that aren't just a sorry. They don't reach the level of just a car, but they are part of this um, group. In front of you, there's Shumi, and I believe we said Shumi's like super tall, uh, taller than like, yeah. yeah. Like so tall that we had to be warned by Jazeera not to <laughs> be weird about how tall she is. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, as Shumi is kind of like I, uh, moving towards like the monastery prime, um, kind of indicating for everyone to follow her, uh, at the same point, not really addressing anyone in the Rubicon group almost directly. Um, they're all kind of there. Um, however, uh, Voke uh, approaches Commander Nickens, I guess if you were like standing, he's just kind of like leaning over towards you. Com Commander, I, I I don't know if this is the right idea. Like I get Jazeera is part of our crew and our family, but we're walking right into a Justicar fortress. I mean, I don't know about you, but this doesn't seem like the right move. This is a um, buff game. This is a uh, side chat. I know when yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Well, sidebar. Yeah. Um, well, I'm in agreement with you, folk. I'm not fully sure about the situation but yet again this is someone that we consider a family member and we will assist regardless but if you don't feel comfortable then you may be better suited in the rubicon for the time being commander you're not here you're hearing me right? wait you 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 agree oh uh yes the ship might be the best place to guard um, also, I know that those people are from the uh, Janus Collective, but do we really know them? And I know it's their ship, but it's really our ship. You know what I'm saying? We spent the most, we put the mileage in, you know? Yes. I mean, you can get acquainted with the new pilot for the time being, maybe talk to Cleo. Uh, it's going to be unfortunate that you won't be out there with us dealing with Cerberus again, but, you know, maybe next time. But for now, if you don't feel comfortable... Yes, this, this ship should be a better place for you. If you need me, call me, Commander. Will do. And as Voke is turning around, so I guess everyone see that kind of Voke had talked to Commander Nickens and starts to walk, uh, his back is towards you, heading towards the ship. But 
I would say that um, so nobody would see this. His back is turned to you, but like Voke is uh, like reaching in to like a pocket, and he's like touching and and kind of holding on to like something. And as he just kind of like briefly pulls it out and like puts it back in, it's like a um, uh, a sentimental charm that he had from his daughter way back when. And he heads back aboard the Rubicon. I'm just gonna keep, I guess, walking. Okay. As you're walking, uh, we'll cut to Cleo, right? Cleo, you did not exit the ship. You're still aboard the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Cleo doesn't you- have too much of a, due to her own past, she doesn't really have too much of an attachment to Asari. Sure. So you would see, you would see like most of the crew like walking towards the fortress. You're still aboard the Rubicon. You see that Vogue Kirk is like heading back towards the ship. Uh, however, you're aboard uh, the Rubicon. Is there anything that you want to do um, kind of as you're seeing the Rubicon crew like walk away? Because what are you doing is more of a better I think Cleo is kind of standing, like, I think she's just kind of been watching, necessarily, like, from, like, the shadows of, of the, um, oh gosh, what's it called? The, the door? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the lower, like the, the ramp? Lower, the lord ramp, yeah. She's kind of been, where the ship opened up, um, <laughs> she, she, she's been watching, I think, because there's a part of her that's, like, she's never known Thessia. So there's a there's that inherent curious part of her that wants to see what supposedly like her her culture's home world is like, but she also doesn't want to be seen because she doesn't want to be she doesn't want to talk to anyone. So she's kind of she's kind of just watching from like a, a darkened place where she's un, unseen. But I think she she watches Vogue kind of slowly aboard the ship, and I think she's just kind of quiet in a moment. Like wow. Um, She's been judging, she's been here to kind of evaluate the Rubicon crew and like, especially because they put her, they put the Janus Collective in danger. And I guess her watching them kind of come together and support one of their own when their family is in danger. There, there is something that she both admires, but also has this kind of inherent seething anger towards because it's like cool so you'll go help this person but the people you're working with you put you still put us in you put us in harm's way but i think there's a part of her that's holding on to a glint of hope that she she knows that this is a good group of people and she's just like her internal monologue is please prove to me that i'm wrong and that you are good and i think so i think she's kind of like all right let's let's see what happens here Okay. All in her head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, great. All right, well then, we cut back to the rest of the Rubicon crew. As you're moving towards this, like, monastery fortress, you can see that it's, like, it's very old. Uh, the exterior definitely just looks like basic, like, uh, not rudimentary, but, like, very old construction materials. A lot of stone, a lot of masonry. As you get closer, you can see that a lot of that has been, like, 
Um, it's like imagine if somebody wanted to like preserve um, like architecture or like when they they bring something to a museum, they'll like painstakingly deconstruct it to like then reconstruct it. That has been done here where like everything on the exterior is like the original material. But as you're getting closer, you can see that it, it is like a fortress. Like it has been retrofitted as you're moving closer to like have uh, like uh, armaments and have things that are like actually it's not just stone that's protecting like the the building it's as you're moving closer there's there's a level of um, durability right this thing could could survive a conflict in the current <laughs> mass effect age that makes sense right but as you're moving closer you see like these large two doors um, that are opening up to let you into like the monastery whole like prime right there's like this causeway that's above. So again, you can see that it's very much like old in its feeling that it's like an archer like causeway. But instead of like bows and stuff being, uh, you know, out it's gun emplacements, right? There's people that are walking around in there. They're clearly gearing up for some sort of conflict. Um, but the doors open up and you kind of, there is a much larger facility uh, here um, that you are Jazira can you roll for me and do a willpower save okay I forgot that you, uh, you go to the monastery Mass Effect 3 I'm like looking up photos of what they've looked like I rolled a 19 my willpower Modifier is what mm -hmm. I check. Mm -hmm. Where is that? Sorry, I'm on the digital sheet now. Yeah, I don't know where it is. What were you asking? Wisdom. Like the oh, I think that that'll be under the skills tab, possibly. Okay. Oh, willpower is on general. Oh, general. So, general. general. so sorry, okay. don't listen to me. Sorry, this is my first time using the digital one. Um. Oh, you're right. It is. It's under saving throws. It's like. Line 25. Reflex willpower. Line 25k. Oh, I see it. Yes. So, five? Oh, okay. So, 19 nice. plus five. 24. Plus 10. Plus 10? Yeah, your willpower is 10. I uh, know, just the modifier. Mm -hmm. no, oh, just the I modifier. thought it was just okay. the modifier. Just the modifier. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's plus five. Okay. So, 24. Great. So, Cesera <clears throat> so is able to. Um, maintain control of your emotions as you're entering back into this but memories are still flooding your mind right it's, it's just going it'd be like going back to your old high school right thoughts of the past come at you um your control so nothing is being you're not um visibly um distraught on the outside no one to pick this up but walk us through one of these memories that um, is flooding back to you. So as Jaisira is looking at all her former colleagues walking along the, the front yard, she suddenly remembers and visualizes herself walking through a, a younger version of herself years ago when she was still very naive and very optimistic. And she is carrying a book 
going to going to her studies. Someone sort of runs past, drops the book. Before she could pick the book up, a hand grabs her hand. She looks up. She can sort of make out their face, but it's a very sunny day. But she recognizes his voice. You drop something. She responds back. Hi, Hannibal. And as like your own kind of younger voice uh, echoes through your internal mind as you're just kind of walking through these steps, everyone else sees as you enter in through the front. And now I think I'm gonna flag it to you. Uh, I'm gonna share screen. Is there something you gotta do? Sure. Again, as usual, pay attention more to the layout than the actual things themselves. Everyone see this? Whoa! Whoa. Holy! (laughs) It's big! (laughs) As you start to enter in, you see these large statues that are at the front entrance of the monastery. I love maps. As you're seeing these matriarchs of this order stretching from uh, recent to the founding of this order. So these large statues are like looming over you. The interesting thing is they are larger than life. However, it seems that even then, like Shumi stands as tall as these statues as you move forward. Am I am I walking with Shumi right now? She's kind of like led the point, but you can walk okay. up closer to her. Yeah. So I snap back into reality. I try to catch up with Shumi. Kind of hard because she, her slow walk is a fast walk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like sort of galloping to pace forward. <sighs> Shumi, there's something I have to tell you. believe there's much you need to tell me. Is there a place we can go that is more <laughs> private? Am I going to use the right terminology? Yes. Did you not? She like continues to walk but like the, the, the large pay, like length of her steps like slowly starts to like <laughs> reduce as she's like slowing down to keep pace with you then um kind of like kind of balancing it out but she still has not looked at you as you're walking next to her she says of course but i was hoping to have you introduce your she like pauses for a moment and very distinctly emphasizes companions to me. Of course. Unless you think it's more wise to have our conversation first. I think both conversations will need to be addressed. But I, I fear that time is of the essence. 
Yes, time. The most valuable of all resources. And our minds. Come, let us discuss what you have been doing with your time and your mind. She starts to pick up her pace a little bit more, where it's like, again, it's just like a slightly larger, faster speed than she was before, but it's enough to, like, you can't, like, catch up with her. It's just like... Her, her mall walk is unstoppable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. And um, I can still share the screen. That's so funny. So then, uh, as... Uh, she picks up her pace, just walking straight into what looks like, uh, again, uh, at this point, you can see the modernization of some of the interior locations. Everything's still along the walls. is very, like, um, old, ancient feeling. But as you approach uh, a giant door, you can see that this has been modernized as it does its Ooh. opening up, right? Entering into what looks like a large kind of, like, uh, some would say probably, like, cathedral-esque kind of room. Um, however, there's clearly like a this looks like an assembly area um, where um, allowed to address like the entire uh, monastery order. However, there's nobody seems to be in here at the current moment. Um, as she just confidently walks to like the front um and there were two other Asari that were with Shumi, right? They kind of direct, kind of follow behind her and then, like, turn and, like, basically motion for everyone to, like, just either, like, stand or take a seat. <sighs> Shumi, I really must talk to you alone. Will you roll for me and do your diplomacy? That is a... I think my diplomacy is the same. I check my skills. Yep, 26. Okay. Chewie had walked to the front and like at the, the center of like where like the, uh, the pulpit is for a better word, right? There is this large statue, right? Uh, of the order's very first matriarch. This is the one that like set up the order um, and from your entire time there has been kind of um, almost deified in the level of like reverence Jumi just continues to stare at the statue. Again, so her back would be towards everyone else. Doesn't say a word and just starts walking to the left where you see that there is like a side room um, that she enters. I will follow her into the room. As Jazeera follows, everyone kind of assuming along the way, just kind of going along with this, you've been ushered into a large kind of cathedral room, uh, chamber, um, 
and you see that there is like a side room that Shumi, the matriarch, is heading into, as well as Jaizira. However, you've been kind of motioned to just stay put here. Is there anything that anyone's doing? Can you? So, what's in this room? <laughs> yes. Will you roll for me? Ah, right. Okay, it's a natural two. Oh, <laughs> I just like adding natural on top yeah. of all rolls. So then, then uh, your total spot would be what? Oh, spot. Um, spot would be oh. Then it's an unnatural three. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, there is like a level. Uh, yeah, it's just a large room. It's just a large room. There seems to be um, like benches that you know people that very ornate stuff to certain extent right you can see that there's these um like tapestries that are hanging and like these banners that are hanging from like the side but it's hard to really judge uh what this room you don't see anything out of place besides the fact that it seems to be just a large room that where um an assembly can be kind of gathered got it uh and it's valor cena and commander nickens right mm-hmm. so uh, Valor's going to go up to uh, Cena and, and Nickens and be like, So, uh, we were on this museum back in, at Malaturn City. It doesn't matter. L- look look around. There's Cena. Look at these tapestries. L- look how ancient they must be. Oh, what? so t- old. T- touch this one. It, it feels Touch so- it? <laughs> okay. Right. I'm going to touch it. Okay. Uh. As you touch it, you just hear a very <laughs> booming voice. Don't from, touch that. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Do not touch that. No, no thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> Valor says to, to who knows. He doesn't see who it is. Yeah, you, and the person has not revealed himself. But you can hear the sound of like very fast like footsteps approaching you. Oh god. But it's like the complete opposite of Shumi with like her her like long striding commanding steps. This is like lots of little steps. This person is like running for them to get to you, but it's just like Okay. Be so, normal. Be normal. Be be casual. Uh 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 we're scholars and we're here Okay. Right. Yes. And, and we're studying, and, and we've and we studied this for a really long time. Stick with me, okay? Um, I'm your boss, and we're working on a thesis statement. And okay, okay. Right. Yeah. I didn't. I. I think I got it. Commander. Good. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Commander, you're 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 in. Okay. No. You're you're a specialist. You're a specialist in tapestries. Okay. No. Look, lying has not got us Don't anywhere worry. positive. You've never lied with me. It's different. Okay. Just. Okay, you. I you, feel like we just got here. You're causing trouble already. It wasn't me. Floor was the one who told me to touch the tapestry. Just, I'm pretty sure we'll be fine. They, you, you wouldn't. It, they would understand that we wouldn't know not to touch them. So they probably will forgive us. It's fine. Oh my god. We have one. We have a weak link. We have a weak link. <laughs> Before okay. any more internal conversation <laughs> no. can have, or uh, your group conversation, you hear the out of like out of breath. Uh, voice <laughs> of an elderly man who oh. is dressed oh. in uh, 
uh, robes uh, that seem to be very like um, um, simplistic in its nature, as if it's just like there's no not wearing any armor or anything else, just wearing like very um, humble clothing. This is a human. Human male. Okay. Who has come out. Mm. But, by Whoa, the way, what do it... you think you're doing? You can't touch those. Mm. Uh, bo- boss, would you like to speak to this uh, human? I, I, I will. Thank you so much, Jonathan. We were just we were admiring we were just admiring this specimen of a tapestry. Admire with your eyes, not your hands. No, we were we look. I I was I was adjusting it so that it would lay in the natural ceremonial way. As instructed by our tapestry expert, Boston. I just also turned and to I'm look like at doing like as well. really hard eye contact. Why do I above game visualize this old man being Pysil from Game of Thrones? I don't oh, understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it reminds yeah, me of. Kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really good Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan in Boston. <laughs> Boston. Will Cena roll her bluff for me, please? No. It's not good. Okay, let me see. Oh. My cell is spelled really cool. I it's didn't actually, think I put anything in bluff. It's actually not that bad. Okay, uh, let's see. 18. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> it, like, it's enough to all of like the like laser focus attention that was on Cena has been now completely diverted to Commander Nickens, and like this person is like <laughs> coming up to you, and again, like your Commander Nickens is pretty tall too, right? So this person is probably five, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like probably like five four, like five five, just small, mostly because it's he's hunched over, but just like looking up at you, this is how you, you you're entered into the monastery and you're just touching things and, and what kind of uh, do you have anything to say for yourself, Boston? <laughs> Apologies. Um, he hasn't said his name, correct? Or No. Apologies, um, sir. Uh, we got a bit too excited of seeing this amazing everything, to be honest with you. Uh, we've never seen this type of architecture, as well as just hearing history of the Asari, from the Asari culture, is rather enlightening. Um, the only stuff I've seen personally is the stuff we visited, the stuff we've uh, seen on Malaturn City. Will you roll your diplomacy for me? Yes. That was a really good defusal of the situation. I yeah. mm-hmm. You're gassing him up a little. He's, he's going <laughs> to yeah. like it. Um, that is a 25. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, I'm sure that's the case. There's nothing quite as beautiful as he starts to, like, turn and, like, motion to, like, the grandiose nature of just this this uh, 
uh, assembly area that you have. This was the very first room built in the monastery. It represents our grand history. I am the purveyor of all the things and try to keep it intact. In I am Conrad Carval. Conrad Carval. And you are Boston first name? <laughs> yes, that's a great code name that you can use. Oh. No, wow. I mean, what is that a first name or last name? Mr. Mr. Boston? Mr. No, that's Please, just Mr. a code Boston name. That's father. not my name. Will you oh. roll for me now? Mm-hmm. Do your diplomacy again. Okay. It's gonna have some subtractions to it. Oh, okay. Uh, 28? Some subtractions do it. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I, I see. Uh, c- code names, yes. And, um... It's from, it's, it's like an Earth thing. I, well, you're human. You're so, a human? Yeah. I'm not it's from a, Earth. A, 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 well, okay. Well, it's, it's very normal in the military. Do you mean nickname? Same thing, I guess, yeah. Your nickname is Boston. Sure. How did you acquire such a nickname? I like Boston a lot. You roll your bluff for me? Nobody believe in that. You're a Yankees fan. That's true. (laughs) He's like, I love... Uh, 12. Uh, 16. I see. Will you tell me three wonderful Bostonian facts? (laughs) This is tough because of Bucking, like Tanea just said. I don't. Whatever. (laughs) Um, Well, they have a historical couple of sports teams, if you were ever interested in that type of culture. Uh, the Boston Celtics, I believe, is still going on, as well as the Boston Red Sox. It's, they haven't won a championship in the last hundred plus years, but that's, they're still pretty re- relevant. So, um, you love then, a losing team. Yes, you've got to support them, regardless of their faults. And then, so that was one. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> The weather is actually quite nice uh, if you like four seasons. Uh, spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, <laughs> what's, what's the Umami last one? Umami is the fifth uh, season. And they have... Wait, what is the fourth? The four seasons? I just told you four seasons. Spring, mm. summer, fall, winter. Mm. But the season is fourth. Pardon? Everyone knows <laughs> that there's the secret fourth season of Boston. Uh-oh. Is this a, a bug game? Is this a actual thing? <laughs> How's Commander Nickens going to respond? I haven't. Unless, oh! unless I am not just aware of that type of culture. I've been in and out of Boston so my whole life, so I. I would have probably escaped my mind. Would you like to lighten me on it? It, it was a joke. There's only four seasons. 
Oh, above game? I thought you were doing like, and basketball season or something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, oh, I'm, not, well, I'm sorry. I didn't catch it. It went over my head, sir. But uh, the last thing is uh, the food is quite nice. Every once in a while, I go there and visit. Is it? What's your you favorite food your from buff. there? Uh, for me? Buff. Shut up! Malora's <laughs> now in this too! Malora's <laughs> <laughs> like, me too! I like food, so I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, what was the role? Bluff. Okay. Food. <laughs> oh, okay. That's great. 18 plus uh, 4. So. Jeez. Thank you, Boston. Like their hot dogs are really good. I appreciate all of these wonderful facts. But uh, I must get back to preparations. Please, no more touching of anything. But if you need anything, especially explained, you'll come to me. Yes? Yes. Copy Sir. that. Yep, I Mr. Have Conrad. One question, if you don't mind before you leave. Those six statues over there, um, are any of those figures alive? Or it's just over the centuries? Or. Millennials. No, no matriarch has their statue made while they're still alive. Gotcha. Okay, just wondering. Thank you. We will respect, continue to respect your wishes to not touch anything. And Thank I look you. at everyone. <laughs> and he like it disappears back like walking back to wherever he was when he was observing isn't Tiberius here also or mm-hmm. okay what has he been doing he's just been kind of following like when all that was happening just he's just he's been sitting in a pew right he's been mm-hmm. sitting just like staring at all three of you <laughs> does it not just kind of like you, you just see it as like the faintest Actually, can I have Valor roll for me? Yeah. Sure, sure. And do sure. a sense motive. It's a natural 20. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's pretty good. Wow. You're... All right, Tiberius. I'm <laughs> I'm my yeah. mind to your mind. <laughs> You're very familiar with uh, other species like micro expressions, or at least, you know, relatively familiar based off your time in the wards. It's very subtle, but um, the. Uh, like manibles on Tiberius's face is like holding back laughter. Like he was very amused by the situation. However, you see the eyes as he's like looking around the room as if somebody is like a predator looking for weaknesses. Mm. Okay, okay. If I see this, then um, I think I'm going to go up to him. That's okay. And just kind of have a seat, have a seat next to him. So. Uh, and just maybe just not look at him. Like right next to him? Yeah, yeah. Just right next to him. Do you like, do you like <clears throat> that thing where you're having a conversation where like you're not looking at him, but you're going to be talking like sitting right next to him? Yeah. They always do this in like churches and shows, right? Someone's <laughs> sitting in one of this, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like a billion other places to sit. Interesting architecture in this place, huh? <laughs> we roll uh, your either, yeah. Roll your diplomacy for me. 
Yeah, because Valora actually likes architecture and history. Yeah. He's actually kind of nerding out a little bit. Yeah. But I can also see him doing this from like an STG, like, hey, dude, I know what you're doing kind of mm -hmm. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, though, it's only a seven, so oh. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get too much. You just hear, you just, mm-hmm. I'm losing So, theoretically, Tiberius, uh, if this goes south, what do you think is the best plan? Don't you mean when this goes south? I've been thinking about it and the circumstances surrounding this. They are a bit odd. I'm curious if you've thought of a contingency already. Pretty sure the contingency's outside in the ship. You're not concerned we might be... I don't know. I mean, it just... I don't know what the ways out of this monastery look like, but... Uh, I'm concerned. It's not a lot of... <laughs> I'm concerned about the exits in this place. You see what I'm saying? Well, I hear what you're saying, yes. How good of a swimmer are you, Valor? Oh, swimming! Well, uh... Yes, I'm quite... Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I can swim, but... Yeah, the distance is... Do you think they have boats here? Anyway. They have to store some sort of ship somewhere. Alright. Something, something to... Something to consider. Lord kind of gets up. I think I'll examine these tapestries. Thanks, Tiberius. And he kind of like shuffles off because Valor's kind of, you know, behind the scenes, tactically starting to think about this space and maybe feeling like a little bit confined and trapped. Can you roll your knowledge tactics for me, please? Sure. Oh, sweet. I have that. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a 17. Okay. Yes. You also start looking around, not like maybe like a in a predatorial sense, but more in like you said, you're feeling a little bit. You, know, you said claustrophobic? Um, almost like a little confined or trapped. Confined. But confined it's, yeah, trapped. it's like a mental thing based on Valor's own history on Thessia, too. Having just walked in um, and only explored like two rooms, really one, right? The hallway and this. The scope of this facility is much probably, well, you're, you're starting to understand how much of a like defensible problem this potentially is like under an assault. Like there's just so many different areas to cover, right? And from you start putting the map together and like the people you've seen outside and, and like the fact that there's really no one inside the building, like from a personnel standpoint, like sure, this place could have been extremely defensible if it was properly like, uh, like manned or supported by personnel. But it is like, you're just starting to see that there's weaknesses like everywhere. Like how do you hold um, how do you defend something like this, right? Um, so what he perceived as like uh, very kind of claustrophobic, it's actually very porous because there's just too many ways in and out of this place. Yeah. Uh, but you gonna... could easily, I think I think there was something there with Valor of like you could easily be trapped in a room mm -hmm. if you don't know like you don't know anything about these like the, the layout of this facility, mm -hmm. right? So like you just being like, hey, how do we, like, you're starting to think about, like, well, there's the obvious exits, but, like, you don't know, you don't know where that, like, hey, there's a door there, but where does that door go, right? If you were in a firefight and you, like, you do not know your environment, and that's, like, a number one, right? 
Floor's going to shuffle over to Cena and Commander Nickens. Cena, Commander Nickens, um, have you all been look, looking around? And I, I don't mean at the history. I mean just tactically at this place. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> okay. yeah, perfect. Well, uh, it, okay. So a mixed bag then. So okay. I've been looking around. Um, I do have some concerns. Personnel seems quite limited, and this this facility. I don't know that it's defensible with the staff that we have. On the flip side, uh, it's kind of like a coin with no no heads, it's, uh, tails and tails on either side, right? The second side is that uh, we could easily become trapped or confined. My my uh, advice is that we stick together if any problems occur. We can't leave anyone behind. We can't get stuck. Does oh, that make I, sense? That's great. I love that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Stick together. Yeah. That's right. fantastic. Okay, good. Cena, th- thank you. And and Commander Nickens, you said you'd done some analysis yourself. What what are your uh, what are your impressions? Let's say if in a worst case scenario this all goes south. Before I say anything, Bubby, do I have to roll anything for that or just go with what You can roll your knowledge at tactics, right? Okay. Um It's, uh, 22. Okay. Jizira mentioned there's an entire cave network underneath this facility, right? The entire time that you're looking at this, you probably are thinking the same things that the lore is about, like, not knowing your environment. The fact that there's a... In a a network of caves underneath this facility poses an extreme risk in regards to like you the fact that this is a isolated island uh, and there's also like so there's you don't know where the attacks come from come from the air from the sea from underground right there's all these potential risks right that's running through your mind as well as the thought of but why? Why this place? Why? What? Sorry. It's the tactical sense of like the defense of the situation as well as like there has to be an objective, right? Why would you do an operation and attack if you're not trying to achieve something? What is Cerberus trying to achieve here? And as far as you can tell, like, yes, it's like a Justicar fortress monastery, but like, what are they after? I feel like, you know, throughout the, you know, extensive research of seeing the tactics of Asari, they are pretty, one of the best, if not the best, tactically on the battlefield. And it's, it is a bit odd to have a weird way of defending this location as what we've noticed so far. They do have a cave system that Jizera has mentioned below, but I don't know if that is... 100% 100% manned or defended to the best of their abilities. This may, I may be going out of a limb here, but this could be just a personal thing with Cerberus, particularly Hannibal, where this temple being isolated in the middle ocean is a perfect trap to get certain people like Jizera here. That's so. a good point, mm. Commander. So we well, must 
protect Jaisira. Oh, sorry, see that. Oh, yeah, no, I, I agree that we should protect Jaisira. I also think, well, maybe we should. Can the Omni Tool take pictures? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So, what I think I should do is um, I want to, like, <laughs> pretend that I'm taking a selfie of the three of us. <laughs> But, oh like, God. angle it so that way you can, like, see the room as much as possible and then send it to Cleo. So that way maybe, like, someone will know, like, and, and I want to, like, try and do that in every room we go into so that way someone knows, like, what the space looks like other than us from an outside, you know what I mean? We do have someone on the ship who knows that. The museum director. Oh, she's gone. She is. Yeah, I remember oh, when Silo left. Angelica is gone. They, I think they everyone left. else left. I think yeah. I think even no. Um, I think they um, kicked everyone yeah, with Silo too. Silo, our nurse. Oh shoot, yeah. her doctor. Well, she's gone. there. Dana, I think, is still there. Right? Yeah, she's still with us. Saved. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So you're taking this strategic photo that you yeah. can send to the video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, maybe we can get Tiberius to take the picture. <laughs> With your Omni Perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you get him. Okay. Um, I'm just going to, like, look at Tiberius and, like, motion at my Omni tool and, like, motion at the three of us. And, like, hopefully he can see through my face shield. But I'm going to mouth, like, can you take a picture of us? Can you really diplomacy? You mouth through your face shield. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Diplomacy. 20, dirty 20. Ooh. Nice. And I'll be like, picture okay. us, like motioning it with my hands and stuff. Tiberius gets up, <clears throat> goes over to you. Yeah, I can, I can do that for you. Oh, how does this thing work? And he's just kind of like, Oh, hold on. I got to calibrate it. And he's <laughs> oh, like, gosh. He, he's basically picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. And like he's recording footage, mm -hmm. not just like pictures, but like recording like video. And it's like, yeah, okay, here great. you go. And like took a picture. So you now I have like, All right. you know, like one of those like really like a three dimensional uh, video of like the room. Right. He's like, oh, hold on. And then, okay. Yeah. And then we're posing, smiling. Commander, you gotta smile. You have to smile. Okay. I <laughs> sort of do a slight curl. Say, we're all gonna die. Click. Jeez, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tiberius. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Yep. Cena, this is so great that we're taking pictures just in this historical uh, thing. Is it... why, why, are we, why are we doing this? Oh. Well, I'm glad that you went along with it not knowing what I was doing. It just it seemed fun at the like time. There's like a brief, but, but like a brief like... moment where Tiberius was like about to give you like a nod, like, hey, that was smart. And then he hears that. And just... <sighs> okay, well, it was kind of a two, you know what? I was doing it partially for the memories, but partially so that we can get these images to Cleo. This is great, and we can continue to do so. Then, yeah. She can be uh, our. Cena, uh, you genius. Wait, I have an idea. Come on, Cena. 
the in the next room we do a silly one. Oh, sorry. Did oh. I not? Well, we got even, plank. We're going to do planking in one of these rooms. <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm sorry, Malora. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just got I mean, excited. The silly one's better. But how do you both feel about stealing? Oh, no. <laughs> love it. Come on, y'all. We stealing. just... No. No. Stealing. no. Oh, okay. man. Sina, see, Sina's on board. Now, Commander. Poor Tanea. Listen. Hello, darkness. <laughs> if, if things... Hear me out, Commander. Hear me out. Yeah. If things go south, and thank you, Sina, for your support. If things go You're south, uh, uh, we pull a Malaturn city, save some historical artifacts. I'm just saying, look at this tapestry, Commander. Look at... Look at these are, are one of a kind. And I'm just saying... Of course, we have our mission, but if Cerberus attacks and things go bad, you know, maybe we should take something, anything that's not bolted down, and and, and uh, save it. You know, for that's part of the uh, Janus mission, right? So just just in case, something to think about. Tapestries, statues, a working ship to escape in—you know, any one of those three. <laughs> yeah. See, Tiberius. Historical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ships yeah, have uh, can have a lot of history too. Mm -hmm. but, but I'm on the mindset of getting this done successfully and if we do we could just ask them to get this stuff also there just might be so much chaos you know it's just like the the only thing we can do is steal it to help history it's part of the mission it's not stealing it's preserving commander. it's preserving preserving Whoa. <laughs> i agree with our articulate uh, companion I, I'm just saying, is anyone else concerned that we were just kind of ushered into this room and... Yes. We're just waiting. Waiting. Correct. That's um, a good point, yeah. I'm fine to keep waiting, I guess. So the camera just kind of, like, shifts over to the door that Jizera walked into and, like, kind of cuts. So this is all happening kind of like, while all that was happening, this is what was happening. Right? So, Shumi entered that room. Uh, and you uh, entered it, uh, Jaisira, right? Um, mm -hmm. She is still yet to turn around, always positioning like her back to you as you're in these rooms. But as you walk in, and like the door closes, it's like a small little like cubby room um, where like, you can see like there's things that are stored for like different um, when they when they call everyone here, uh, like celebratory, like um, festivals. Um, yeah, like festival, um, like, sorry. Yeah, whatever. There's ceremonial? Things. Ceremonial, thank you. Oh, man, there's, like, ceremonial things in here. Um, and uh, as soon as Sh Shumi hears the door close, it's, like, a brief moment knowing that, like, it's just the two of you in this room, and a little bit of, like, that... I'd say pomp, but like a little bit of that um, reserved demeanor kind of like goes away for a little bit as she like turns around to you and is like staring directly at you this time. I'm going to kneel and bow. And then I will rise to face her. Thank you for taking your time to speak with me in private. I know that your time is valuable. (sighs) 
The reason I requested this time is because I fear that I can no longer guide Hannibal. Will you roll your diplomacy for me? 25. He is beyond your ability to control. She stops herself to redeem. It is hard for me to say that someone cannot change, but I fear that he has been manipulated by what I found to be some sort of syndicate. Perhaps Cerberus. His list of crimes is long, and justice must be served. You do understand I will never hurt him, right? I cannot. What you're asking of me What I was asked to do was to bring him to justice. And I've done that many times throughout. I've always listened. I've always obeyed every command. And I do believe in justice, but I also believe in compassion. And I'm asking compassion. I cannot kill him. And do you understand that your inaction will cause harm to others? This is me taking action. I came here. I came here because I wanted to warn everyone so that they could protect themselves. This is as much as I fear I can do. Hannibal is not a monster. He's a he's taken several wrong turns. As you say that, like Shumi is still like staring at you, trying, still very in the, that calm demeanor, but like you, stoic demeanor, I think is a better way of phrasing it. 
but there's like the slightest like um, biotic aura that's like starting to like glow around her as you're seeing like some things that are like some of those ceremonial things are like starting to like shake and like lift a little bit off the table. He murdered your brothers and sisters. He is a monster. Can you roll your willpower for me? Seven. Maybe it's being back in the monastery. Maybe it's just like the power that's coming from Shumi. There's a lot that's been going on. But like the images of the kind of, I don't want to call them cadets, but like the auxiliary room. That's where all of like the, the trainees right, were, were in for the order. The non-Asari um, Justicars. And it's just that night that Hannibal left. And those images that you mentioned of seeing, right, just kind of come back to you of just like bodies. I know this is hard to believe, but I really truly believe that something is going on with Cerberus. I mind-melded with someone who I think may be under the influence. I brought them here. You could see for yourself. I could bring them in. You must trust me, Shumi. I would never lie. To you, anyway. Will you roll your diplomacy for me, please? 19. That energy that was kind of building, like, doesn't completely dissipate. You can tell that there's still just, like, something that's there, but, like, the objects start to move, like, stop moving, like, shaking a little bit. Shumi, you are the most powerful biotic in the monastery. I... I really truly believe that they manipulated these people, and they manipulated Hannibal. If there's something we could do to stop them, somehow, I think that is the true justice. Some people do bad things, but they're also victims of bad things. You knowingly and willingly brought someone who you think might be under Cerberus control into our, the heart of our monastery. Yes, it's a risk I had to take. I'm here to save many, not just a few. I'm not here to just protect the monastery. I took my vows as a Justicar to protect all. And that's what I'm doing. Every decision that I make may not be the correct one, and people may die. Mistakes were made, but ultimately, 
Every single one was made with that in mind. You said you felt that Hannibal had been influenced by this force, and that is what had concerned me. Yes, if they're able to control people to the level where they kill so many people that they cared about, they must be stopped. Maybe it's something Benezia can help with as well. Tell me, Jaisira, have you been influenced by those that you have spent time with? Yes. Roll your diplomacy. Eighteen. <laughs> the energy, the biotic energy, completely dissipates at this point. However, you can see like the familiarity, the comfortableness, however slight it was that Chumi was engaging with you in this conversation, the wall goes back up. She turns back around. I guess the best place to start is to bring this individual in. Could you do that to one of your and again, she like really emphasizes it, but like you can tell it's like saying it as if it was like kind of a like a, a dirty word companion. Of course, Shumi. I'm going to press my Omni tool. Commander Nickens, can you please come in? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Valor, Zeno, Tiberius, apparently I'm being called into the room with Jai's ears okay. at. Are, are we? Yes, bro. This is Tiberius raising his hand. Oh, okay. Like, two. Yeah, oh, okay. Turing and Ants. Yeah. Didn't we just say that we're not going to split up? We're not going to split. Well, let's just, if the door opens, let's just push our way through. I'm just uh, saying, if they summon you, I mean, they summoned us all, right? Yeah. True. Day zero. Would it be? It'll make us more comfortable if everyone was in that room, too. That's fine. Just you. Okay. You three, could you just stay by the door? We just talked. We just, we just talked. With, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to prop the door open when you go in. We'll be right outside. Anything. 
un just kind of disturbing or anything, Commander. We're, we're there, right? Yeah. Um, sounds good. As I start walking to the door. As you start walking towards the door, there are those two Justicar that are still in there, the ones that had been with Shumi when you arrived, and they let you walk past, but they immediately kind of step in front of Sina, Fuldor, and Tiberius. Oh, okay. We'll, uh, we'll be right outside, Commander. Leave your comms on! It'll be fine. Actually, could I do that? As yeah. I'm walking in, I'll just turn them on. So do you, yeah. Yeah. So that everyone can hear. Okay. So, sounds good. I'm just going to plug in and listen to uh, uh, the radio here. Keep <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> As you uh, approach the door, it opens. Inside, you see that Jaisir is there. And uh, Shumi is there as well, but her back is towards the door, uh, not to you. But the door opens up. Chaser, you see Commander Nichols. Thank you for coming in. Of course. Um, so, what can I assist with? This is Matriarch Shumi. She is the matriarch of our monastery. I've known her for many decades. I have wanted to introduce you to her. And I will also ask that you introduce yourself. Oh, certainly. Um, well, I'm Commander Nickens. Please Shoot. kneel. Okay. I will kneel down. Commander Nickens, at your service, or I don't know if that's the right way of saying it in this culture, but nice to meet you, Shumi. When you kneel, that's like when Shumi like turns around. Oh. This is the individual that I mind melded with, and I saw the visions. So I see Nick's turn to Jaisira. Commander Nickens, I must ask you to speak honestly and openly. I too will do the same. That's the only way that this will work. This would... Okay. Are you currently... Previously, or unknowingly, a Cerberus agent. Let us see niggas pause and think for a moment. No? Will you <clears throat> roll for me? Will you roll your bluff? Okay. Oh, okay. It's a 15 plus 4. 19. 
you. Hesitating, Commander. Apologies, it's just a odd question to ask. So I was throwing it back a bit. Shumi turns to Jazeera. What exactly did you see when you mined them? You would be able to see more. That's why I brought him here. Are you insinuating that you want to mind meld again? Not me, Shumi. It must be willing, Commander. Nick is, he pauses again to just fully assess what's being asked. If it is to help this whole situation, then you can. Although I am a bit uncomfortable with the prospect of melding with someone once more. If it isn't the to help out Jaizira, then I will do it. And you understand the importance and the gravitas of this commander. You will potentially learn things about yourself that you do not know. Yes. And you understand that I will judge you based off the information that I learned. Even if it's out of my control. The deeds you've done are the deeds that you've done. But those deeds can also be outweighed by things that you have done for good. All right. It's fine then. Sit against the wall, Commander. This is going to be much more intense than before. I uh, get up and walk to the wall. Before we do this, Commander, I must ask one more question. Certainly. Is there anything I should know before we do this? In, in general or specifically? Or? Related to Cerberus, Commander. And you. Well, along with working with the Janus Collective, 
I am also seeking answers about my father, who is an alliance, or was an alliance scientist uh, before he was killed. I don't have any answers to how or who or why they killed him, but I am still seeking answers. And during our recent missions back on New Riverton, we have ran, we walked or we were with someone who has been experimented on by Cerberus and he claims that my father was working with Cerberus. That hasn't been com confirmed to me yet, but it's just a claim. I see. That seems rather important. Indeed. We shall start there. All right. Jazeera, it's best if you perhaps were not here for this. I sense that there is energy between the two. I look at Mickens. Certainly, Matriarch. I'm going to bow out and leave, but I'll be right at the door. Okay. okay. So then from the outside, Cena and Valor, you would have seen Commander Nickens walk in. After set a period of time, you would see Jizira step out. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Cena. Hello. We're just, uh... Stop touching the tapestry. Okay, I didn't know you saw that earlier. To be honest with you, I thought I was a lot smoother than that. I heard it. Okay. Yeah, no, I... Listen, lesson learned. I am not going to touch any more tapestries. Oh, I meant to ask, was it soft? I have to know. I mean, it's... I mean, unbelievable. Unbel I mean, you got to touch it to believe it. If you can, if you can sneak a little touch... Do not touch the tapestries. <laughs> You know, brush up against it accidentally. Valor gives gives Cena like a wink. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, though. I mean, rare historical artifacts. Uh, oh, also, uh, Jizera, um what are we doing here, and, and what's going on? <laughs> Please just be quiet. Do not touch anything. Be respectful. This will be done momentarily. Understood. Nickens will need our help after this is done. He will be very tired. That, that sounds alarming. Yeah, what's happening in there? It's, I mean, maybe best not known. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Correct. Okay. But also, um, what's going on? Should we be whispering? <laughs> is she it... said quiet. Oh, right, okay. What's happening? Okay. Well, I guess that's Jizera all. Jizera just <laughs> stares. <laughs> okay. Jizera, can I ask you something? Um, while we're waiting, which one of these tapestries really jumps out to you? 
Are there any that you feel like have any special meaning or are interesting? She points to the one where it's like, it looks like a, a taller person holding the hands of a, a young child. Mm. Wow. I don't understand the meaning, but it's a beautiful tapestry. Then looks over at Cena. Probably very soft as well. God, I, I just, I'm, my fingers are itching to touch that tapestry. <laughs> I gotta tell you something. But it's, it's, it's a beautiful one. Um, thank you for sharing that. Yes. Jazeera, do you think there's going to be fighting? There may always be a chance of battle. We must always be ready. Now please be quiet. Fuller just mouths the words, okay. <laughs> and as like a silence uh, kind of comes over this assembly room that they're in, we cut to the Rubicon. Oh. Cleo. Oh, shit. Uh, you've been receiving um, video and still image footages from uh, Cena and company uh, for the room that they're in, giving you kind of a layout of the room. Um, but yeah, you're in the Rubicon. There's, I guess, what are you doing? What, what would you like to do, if anything? Um... I think I think she would have. Oh gosh, I wrote down her names. Um, Cleo's definitely on high alert because it's like okay. Just there's there's so many aspects about this that are just like, namely namely the fact that there was a message that was received regarding like, hey, we are under attack, and then arriving and it's like there is no attack, so so Cleo's kind of feelers are up. So I think she's having uh, Morgan and and Tealin. Uh, constantly kind of do scans of just like, hey, you let me, like, we, you got, let me know ASAP as soon as another vessel is here or something else is in the sky. I think that's where she's on is kind of like air recon. Mm -hmm. Just to make sure, not only to like ensure her own safety, (laughs) but also um, the Rubicon crew. And I think there is a part of her that like, I think at first, like, the, the messages from Cena came through, and at first it was like, what? <laughs> are, they, are they just showing me? Did they did they mean to turn on the camera? What's going on here? Like, right. I think she like first loads, like, loads it up, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> Can I add also that she that Cena texted Cleo so- with it, um, like, wish you were here? <laughs> <laughs> Even more so. I think Cleo at first is like, and that's just her own shit. She's like, like a little like affronted, like okay, fine. But um, but I think after viewing it, she's just kind of like, I think. Can I do a spot in the video? Yeah, go to roll spot. Let's see if there's anything. Let me go to my stats. Let's see if there's anything that like piques her interest. Beep, 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 beep. Oh shit, that's a natural 20. Okay. 
<laughs> right. Zoom and enhance, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's like, but it's like the enhance that like actually works. It's not like yeah. it doesn't work in the real world where it just yeah. keeps making things blurry. But yeah. it's like, whoa. She okay. sees the room. She's able to recreate a layout. Yeah. Okay. So uh, as you're looking, let me share my screen. right like they are taking like these images probably like you know throughout over here like there's, there's tapestries on the wall so you know whatever so they're seeing this this is the room that uh Jizira and chumi went into right mm -hmm. y'all entered in this way and it looked like uh the uh, uh conrad came out of like this area right mm -hmm. as you're skating around you see that like you're looking and you see that there is something weird with the wall here that looks like it's a hidden door that allows you to actually go into this this area. It just looks like it's a supporting column, but like looking at the fact that like the the way that this room is designed, there's something behind this wall, and there's got to be what it looks like from what you're seeing. Like you kind of stop, zoom in, and enhance. It's like there's a little bit of an outline indicating like there is a secret passage in this room. You obviously don't know where it goes or anything in there, but you can see that there is something in there. Oops. Does that make cool. sense? Cool. I think I think Cleo like pauses the video at that point, is like looking at it, and then screenshots kind of draws, does like a almost like a clip art box or like a little <laughs> like sports pen. Yeah. Like circles it and sends it back to Cena and says, This looks interesting. And I think I think for a moment she feels like, oh, am I part of the team? Am I helping out? Like, Aww. I guess she's a little bit more invested now than she has been before. Um, I think Cleo would like to sit down and talk to Vote Kirk. I, I guess my question is this: Does Cena know? Does Cena know the relation between Vote Kirk and uh, his daughter? Do you mean Cleo? Sorry, Cleo. Sorry, Cleo. Sorry. I think. Cleo would definitely know of the existence of his daughter. Mm -hmm. Yes, just based off what level of scientists and stuff that she's working on for the Janus Collective. I don't know if uh, um, Volk Kirk's daughter has never mentioned Volk. Correct, yeah. So you would know two and two, you would put two and two together, you would understand it, um, but you also, you don't know what their relationship is, just mm -hmm. by the sheer nature that I don't think she's ever mentioned Vogue. Can I have you do one more thing though, uh, while you're looking through the footage? Can you oh, also yeah. roll your gather information for me, please? Yes. Gather information. Oh, that's right, it's a, that's, I get it. That's a charisma roll. That makes sense. Oh, good thing I'm charismatic as butt. Huh. <laughs> okay. Um, that's an eighteen. Okay. Looking through the so like while you're looking at this footage, what you're you're sitting you're monitoring like the airwaves and like mm -hmm. to make sure there's no ships or whatnot. You're kind of like tapping into as best you can like the communication grid of like. Um, Thessia, like you're like, you know, in your mind, 
if there's an attack coming, why is why is no one here? Like, what is something? Yeah. Yeah. I'm listening. I'm like listening to like the air comms and stuff. Yeah, and like yeah. the police chatter. The day everything, while it's still busy and stuff, um, everything seems to just be like a normal day in Thessia. Nobody seems to be on, like on alert for like a wider attack or anything. But you wanted to go talk to Voke? Is that what I, you said? I, I think she's she's up there if Voke wants to talk to her. But I know it's Got a tricky it. situation right now with Matt yeah. not being here. Correct. But, um, but yeah. Hmm. Unless there were specific instructions that he gave you. No, I would say... I don't want to take that away from Matt. Yeah, same. So you would definitely see from the video footage that Voke is kind of like by himself. Like part of it is like he, you could see that he's doing what would seem like probably normal Krogan. I'm on the edge of a battle. I'm gonna, he's just like, you know, air boxing. He's like doing this stuff, but like he constantly like stops and like goes back to like a bunk and sits down, like pulls something out of his pocket, looks at it like deeply for like a long period of time puts it back in and then like starts airboxing like even even like harder um so he seems to be focused on something um but i'd say save that for when he's yeah there. i guess i guess then uh cleo would make it back to the captain's room sure uh and she's going to like ping marcus if marcus is around yeah um, there's like the very uh, cool captain's like communication thing, like you know how normally it's like Shepard has to like go into like that room with like all this stuff. It's like no, you got like a little mini one right there because it's super dope. Um, it's like a little pod that you, you, know, you can like. And uh, yeah, okay. Normally, uh, communications would probably go through you, mm-hmm. but since you're like not I there, communications. There you like. <laughs> It's like it rings for a little bit, and then it's like it like picks up, but you can hear like it's almost like somebody who is like out of their element, normally not doing any of this stuff, is like doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> um, uh, Marcus is here. This is Marcus speaking. Go ahead and roll for me and do like your sense motive. Yeah, he's not having a good time. Uh, well, that's not super great. That's a six plus eight, so that's a fourteen. Yeah, he's out of his element. You are deeply missed. Aww. Right, like he's out of his. It's like the person when you go on vacation, and they are like your yeah, yeah, yeah. Not equating you to assistant level because you do a lot of other stuff in the Genesis Collective, but it's like that like support. Like, hey, somebody crucial to your department goes on vacation for two weeks, and you're like, fuck. Like that's like the level of like stress that's happening right now <clears throat> this is this 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 is marcus please uh, do not tell me that is how you've been answering the phone for every single person that has been calling you oh cleo <laughs> uh, please tell me you're you're on your way back and that this whole matter is resolved i think hearing i think she's someone who like 
this is very, hey, guess what, everyone? Emily puts herself into every character she creates. And I think Cleo's, I talked on this before, Cleo's very much like the need to feel wanted, the need, the need of want is something that's very intrinsic to her. So I think her hearing that is like, huh, like, huh. I, I missed because I am wanted and I my job is important. What I do is good. And so I think she, she kind of like blushes for a sec, just like feeling a little, feeling a little better about herself. Um, oh, uh, well, um, about that, that's why I'm calling. I am observing the Rubicon crew, but, well, there have been some very interesting, uh, how should I say, advancements and what, I don't believe I'm, no, to answer your question quickly, no. I don't know what time I'll be back, hopefully shortly, but uh, if you can believe it, right now, I'm on Thessia. I don't. Yes, well, um... You're, you, you're on, you're on Thessia, you. Well, I'm on the ship, but, oh yeah, exactly, I'm not on Thessia. We are here, um, we are here at the monastery on Thessia. There seems to be... I'm sorry, a report must have been missed. The monastery? Uh, yes. This you're, is. You're on the Rubicon. I am on the Rubicon with, uh... Hold up for a second. Tylen and, uh, Morrigan? Yeah. Uh, uh, Tylen and Morgan. We're here, and, um... Tell you what, this crew that the Grandmaster put together is very special. Very, very one-of-a-kind. And we've seen them do good work, but there is concern about a potential threat and attack on Thessia and specifically this monastery. However, there's been information, misinformation. It all smells foul, but if it really is Cerberus and this team is somehow able to get some kind of edge, then it's worth it. And well, they are very much a team in that they protect their own. This was a concern brought up by one of their own, Jaisira. So, they have deemed it important to see it through. You say that they protect their own, but I guess the most important question to ask is, do they consider themselves... Janus Collective, are we a part of their own? I think, yeah, just... Cleo sits there for a moment, just in silence, and just kind of nods. Oh, did I disconnect? I... Oh, no, no, I was taking a pondering moment of thought, and I was just being silent. I'm so sorry, <laughs> oh, I know. It's, it can be tough, these, these communications. No, I mean, you bring up an excellent point. I have tried my best to convey my concerns and to strike up some kind of official response regarding alliances, but um, I guess good news, um, yours truly has a possible in with Udina. I- <laughs> 
sorry. I'm sorry. Did we dis Did you disconnect? Did I? There was like no, there was a. I was I'm just making sure you're there. Taking a moment of ponderment. The... Elaborate. Yes. So, as we all know, Commander Nickens sent the information regarding the Legionnaires' locations to the Council. Um. Udina is willing to work with us, or at least meet and chat about this information. Or did I out of out of game? Nickens was was setting it up right. Yeah, I'm supposed to meet with. He's supposed to meet with Udina, and I told you that you can come along. Yeah. Okay. So scratch, I don't know if he knows. Yeah. He want to know. Scratch. Yeah. Re sure. Scratch. Redo. <laughs> um, Nickens is now meeting with Udina, and I have been invited to attend. That is quite a development. Do you is that safe? Marcus, when have anything we've done ever been safe? But I understand. I mean this information put everyone we know in danger, and I will find where it went, and I will not let it happen again. Everyone, you, you're all too important to me. Thank you, Cleo. I... I understand. I'm fighting the urge to send back some more of that security that you sent back. Thank you, Marcus. It feels good to be missed. How How is morale? It's low. There's still a few ships that have not reported in. There are people missing. This is... Well, it's... Unfortunately, I think it goes much deeper than we originally thought. Then it's even more crucial for me to find out where this information went. Or at least get a lead on it that... Another team or someone else can pursue. Yes. One more thing that's complicated matters. The Grand Master's gone missing. What? <laughs> he has not reported in. Any chances to communicate with him? Was his one that... Can I ask where he went? Like... Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where was he? I thought he was on the Legionnaire. He was overseeing his other team. Oh. They have gone dark. Him and the other team. That team. Hmm. That other team. Talk about all-stars. That's that other team. Just a bunch of Hold on. I'm trying stud. to think. I'm trying to remember. Uh... <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Do we know who the other team is? I'm just making up stuff about. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am teeing up something possible. Was, uh, 
was the planet from our one shot? Oh, um, um, the one where the Geth invaded? Yeah. Oh, that's his other team is the one with Vogue's daughter? Yeah. Oh, beans. Oh. <laughs> I just remember it was like the Gen Con episode and we had turned into like, I can't remember the planet's name. I could it was I'm like a sure vacation someone. planet. It yeah. was like it was like Ricers. Yeah. It was kind of like Risa, but it wasn't. I'm sure like people like Lapagapa would be like, oh, actually, that's this name. Yeah. <laughs> was it before the heist? Yes. It was. Yeah, it was before the heist. Before my time, I think. <laughs> BK before Kelly. Before Kelly. That's cute. I'll find it. But yeah. that's the team. That's the team. And we don't know who all's on it oh, besides... Oh, Cyan Delta. Sorry. Scientist team. Yes. It's like our... That's one of our... That's one of our best ops in, in science intel teams. It seems there was a Geth invasion. <sighs> they were looking for... A facility which... Could potentially... Provide... An unfathomable boost in our projects. We would be ready to leave significantly sooner. But I fear that with a Geth invasion and all communications have failed to reach anything, I fear the worst. That is a problem that I'm dealing with. I do not need to put that on you, Cleo. I... Please keep me posted. No, I know that me being back would make things slightly easier, but... I just want you to know that what we're doing is so important and so good. And just to hold on to that... I know things are tough right now, but if you just hold on to the idea, I mean, it's the thing that, it's the mantra I keep telling myself every day when things get tough. What we're doing is to help people in the future of this universe and possibly the next. It just feels like anytime we get momentum, the rocket just gets pulled out from underneath us. Perhaps with the council, maybe things can change. Maybe we can buy back some of that time. If there's anything you want me to present or say, feel free to send it my way. I will. Thank you. Was there something you needed? Oh, me? Uh... No, no, oh, just just to say, just to stay in touch. I know it's the longest I've been away, and I haven't even taken a vacation of my own. But um, yeah, just wanted to 
I just, I miss being there. I miss being there in person. You can see that, like, actually, can you roll your diplomacy for me? Yes. Oh, shoot. Okay, a 19. Okay. You can see that it's like, yeah, Marcus is like struggling with what to say. And so the response just... <sighs> We're all looking forward to having you back soon. And safe. But preferably in the opposite order. Safe than, than soon. I, I appreciate it. And I will... I will be more constant on my updates, seeing as they are... Much different from what we expected. Okay, bye. <laughs> she just hangs up. She just is like, <laughs> uncomfortable. Okay. And I think you. She sits there for a moment and like, kind of like what Voke, almost to mirror what Voke is doing. Mm. When she kind of gets uncomfortable and anxious, she just throws herself into work, and so she just kind of starts immediately pulling out like her tablets and just kind of doing her routines. Um. Of yeah, and she starts to ping other ships and just just kind of go through her rigmarole. Cool. Okay. Can you roll for me? Do your gather information one more time. Okay. That or knowledge tactics, if you have. I'll do, uh, I don't think I have knowledge tactics, yeah. She doesn't really know anything tactics-wise, so I'll do I'll do gather information again. Whoa! Okay, that's an eighteen plus seven, so that's a twenty-five. You're going through like a bunch of you're in work mode. Mm -hmm. You're looking at a bunch of different screens. You're looking. You're trying to monitor stuff. Something seems off, right? Like, um, but. The problem is elusive. It seems to evade you. Um, and as you're just kind of going through it, you're checking every sort of possible avenue for anything that's going to give you uh, an advantage or just insight into what's going on. And as you're going through um, like the different air traffic and things they're going through, you start to like go through like backlogs of stuff. Just like, okay, well, ship manifest things, looking for clues somewhere. And as you start to realize that there is been, you're looking for patterns or anything that is abnormal. And there seems to be an abnormal pattern that over the last few days, uh, cargo transports have been uh, coming to Thessia, um, landing, Indicating their manifest is just like equipment or like, you know, like agricultural stuff or just part parts. And yet all these ships have seemed to have landed at one like warehouse, like in Thessia. But like 
and then left, but then nothing has actually ever left those warehouses. How far away is, I think then, um, she's, she's gonna just pick up her tablet and she makes her way towards the front of the ship and she goes to Morgan and she goes, activate the stealth shield. I need to go get a look at something. We're, we're, we're leaving. Oh. No, we're going back to the mainland. Oh, okay. We need um, to see something real fast. Do we need to tell it? We're going right now. We don't need to tell. Oh, okay. She immediately. Do, do we need to tell anyone that we're they 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 left inside and? Hopefully, we'll be right back. But I need to see what this how lodge. There's something that might be wrong here. You got it. One stealth ship going to. The mainland. Here we go. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> As the Rubicon starts to like take up, like lift off and leave. Cut. Commander Nickens. Oh, that shit. Will you roll your willpower for me, please? I thought that was a one. Um, nine. Mm-hmm. Nine? <clears throat> it's just a modifier, right? Uh, yeah, it's a roll on the modifier, yeah. So then what's the total... So you have like a saving throw. There's like a base save that's for your class. And uh-huh. then you have the ability modifier, so that's your wisdom. And then you will have like other things that we'll add to it. In this case, I don't know if there's any gear that helps your willpower. Maybe. Maybe okay. there could be like... So then... 11. Okay. Commander Nickens, you seem distressed. The only way that this can work efficiently is if you calm down. Are you concerned about what we'll find? No, it's just a procedure I'm not used to doing, to be honest. I mean, it's only happened once with Jazeera, but still, it's it was a while since the last time. So I'm just not accustomed to this type of thing yet. And tell me, Commander, why did you let that previous incident happen? Do you trust Jazeera? Which incident? The previous mind map. Oh. Well, it was a way to possibly help with getting some type of answers to what I've been searching for. And I, yes, did and do trust Tracera. Tell me more about your father. What is it that you know? Well, he was a great 
man that used his abilities as a scientist to help advance the Alliance with their work in the universe. And he taught me about morals and what to keep as I navigate the Milky Way galaxy, just in life in general. You hold him in high regard? Yes. But you speak with him in past tense? Because he's dead. But I keep him, of course, close to me, in my heart. And how did he die? Well, that's the thing. I don't... I, I believe... Um, all I was told is that he was killed. Somehow. And there's no answer to why or who or how he was. Hmm. Interesting that as a specter, you could not find this information. Yes, and I've used all types of avenues that have been granted to me as a specter to find some type of answers, but they've all been to dead ends. Well, let us use a different tool to find those answers. But I need you to be calm, and I need you to be open. I will try to my best abilities. Will you roll your willpower for me? Yeah. Okay. So fi- 15. It will do. Close your eyes, Commander. And. I'm trying to remember the, the because it's like, it, it's still physical contact that has to happen, right? Like you have to touch each other for this to to work, right? I believe so, I think so, or that's how we're doing it. It's something like that. Don't yeah. they say something yeah. like embrace eternity or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Something like that. Something it's like that. It's a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Evan. Great, thank you. Commander, clear your mind embrace eternity so you feel like these hand these fingers like kind of touch your head um will you roll your willpower for me again with disadvantage the first one is uh 19 nice oh no <laughs> oh yes uh, yes what oh yes, a yes. six Kidoki. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> as much as you try to clear your mind, all of the conversations uh, that you just had about your father, it, it's just at the forefront of your mind, almost as if that was intended. So that you think back to like your childhood and like being raised by your father and again these like the the surface level 
is a lot of those same feelings that you just communicated. It's like someone who like taught you how to like your, your who was like your moral compass who taught you like your way, and it's like a very like safe, warm, comfortable feeling. But it's like you know, how, like when you go to the lake and there's like that really warm water like on the top because like the sun is there. But when it's a deep lake and as you dive in, it gets colder and darker and darker and colder, but it's safe at the top. It's warm at the top. It's comfortable. And as you start to like go farther in with your mind's lake, those images start to like get blurrier and stranger. Things of like your house and like your bed and your room are like replaced from like what was once like your childhood room to like a weird medical operating table. So you go farther in, playing like catch with your dad is like replaced with him just standing over you in like a lab coat. And as you go farther in, it starts to get darker and like muddier as you just hear like the sounds of like what was like your room and like your house and like the, the warm inviting things are replaced with like a sterileness, a mechanicalness of just equipment. And it's, you look as you're kind of staring up at this device that you're in, encapsulated in can see it's like this clear that clear like plasticky plasteel kind of like container and as you just look over strange you see as you look over at the table next to you and it's odd it's as if you're staring at yourself but you're here. And as you go farther and farther in, like that darkness starts to just consume like everything around in the room as your father approaches the chamber that you're in clearly marked on his scientific uniform is a symbol of strippers. Will you roll your willpower for me with disadvantage? Oh, disadvantage, okay. <laughs> It's 18 for the first one. Oh, okay. So the first one was 18, and the second one was a nat 20. Oh Great. my gosh. With a 20, I have to ask you. Do you swim deeper? Or do you go up? I swim deeper. Yes. <laughs> yeah! 
As you go farther into the darkness, this void, right, with a 20, you're, these images are still cloudy. They don't make sense. This is not right. But you're starting to become adjusted to the darkness, as if your eyes are slowly starting to see the murkiness that is there. It was just like a black void. Now it's muddied. You can see directions. I guess the question I have to ask Commander Nixon's is you dive deeper. Where do you go? What are you trying to learn? Um, I feel like with the images or the visions of seeing the medical facility and, you know, his father with the server symbol, he's wanting to know more about who his father really is and what he is himself. Okay. As you dive deeper into this darkness, you still are in this case. It's like it's this... You get this feeling that it is... just as much a womb as it is a coffin. It is constricting. It's claustrophobic. It is encapsulating all that you are and yet this is where you feel like your life began it is a womb it is a sense of not comfort but birth and your father enters in again I need a status report. How is he doing? A voice, just kind of not manifest, no body put to it. Um, life signs are looking good. It seems like he... The body was grown exceedingly fast and exceedingly well. It is ready for the device um, if it is indeed... Uh, the next step of the phase. Yes, I... We need some alternative to Project Lazarus. We need one, and this is it. We will get a Spectre. Maybe two. I see. Um, then, yes, his brain is ready. Um... I guess my question is, what do we do with the source material? As your father walks over to the other um, chamber that's next to you. 
this universe has no need for two Commander Nickens. Cannot risk it. Send this one away. As your father turns back to you, to where you're at. You will do well, my son. Make me proud. Can you roll your willpower for me? No disadvantage, just your regular willpower. Roll the 24. Okay, that is a dirty 20 now. There's a feeling as if there is something else in this darkness. There is another presence here that seems buried deep down, as if you have gone into a dark abyss and there is something lurking out of reach, out of view. You are not alone here. The question is, Commander Nickens, do you def do you delve deeper or do you emerge? Surface. I feel like at this point, both above game, we've been doing this for four years, five years. Almost. So it's about time that I just go deeper. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> deeper, deeper. You're next, Valor. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know your secrets as well. <laughs> You go deeper. You get a sense that you have some options in front of you, Commander Nickens. Dare I say, some tough decisions. You can go deeper and learn more about your father. You can go deeper and learn more about yourself. Or you can go deeper and learn more about the individual that was in the other chamber. Is it? No. That's so tough. Oh, man. That's tough. Oh, no. That's tough. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like... Nickens been with has been willingly opening himself up to um uh i'm forgetting her name uh shumi with this and it's like the first time he's going to be selfish in this regard to find out more about himself and his, uh, his father so i and he's been searching for these answers 
about his father for a long time. So he's going to delve deeper into his father. As you go farther down into this black abyss that is your own mind, instead of seeing your home, you see images of moments with your father, right? believe he was there for like when you graduated from the academy you have images of you um being um you know in different areas within like um you know stages of like cool finally achieving specter status right i know yes because you became a specter before your father died correct yeah yes And like as you swim, those images where you see, it's like they're in front of you. And as you go through them, like that ripple, it's like when the ripple stops. There, it, your father is never there. There is no image. It's just you standing. As you go farther in, every time you go through another memory, it's like that image just fades away. You realize everything that you thought about your father and the events that he was at, the lessons he imparted, all of these things are not real. You go to one image, though. And as you go to swim through it, you actually swim into that memory. You find yourself aboard a ship. father is present. He's standing there. So, so is it me standing there on the ship? Okay. Dad, you're here. Of course. Where else would I be? It feels like it's been such a long time since I've, you know, seen you physically, you know. How are you doing? Tell me more about your last mission. Uh, does it really need to be that now? I mean, 
Like, we just talk about stuff outside of work. Just I don't get to talk to you, like, you know. Override code Sierra Tango Bravo. You see, as you start to tell all of the details of your previous mission. As you come out of it. Yes, son, that is interesting. I never thought about it like that. You're writing more of this poetry? Yeah, yeah. Um, just something I do on the side, just to ease my mind. You know, I'd like to share it with other people someday. Um, along with music, you know. Oh, you could share it with me too. right now if you want. Um, sure. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty rough. You have it written kind of, down? Kind of. Uh, Sort of. I mean... Write something for me right now. Uh... Well, it was mostly about, you know, my dog. Uh, you know, uh, Rufus. Um, about just surveying and journeying through the galaxy. Yeah, together. See, as he looks away, you, you put his dog's name as Rufus? Huh? No. I'm sorry, say that again, son? You think back to your poetry about your dog, Spot. Oh, yeah, Spot. Um, yeah, so the dog, our dog, Spot, he just, you know, just surveying and going through the galaxy as, you know, two partners in crime. No, Rufus was crime, good. But Make it Rufus again. Rufus, um, we were just going through the galaxy and making sure everything is fine in terms of, you know, cleaning up the galaxy and I'm just trying to eloquently find a way to like put it together to make it presentable to other people. I mean, if you have any ideas, I would, you know, greatly appreciate it. Of course. Um, Where would be some wonderful places that you'd want to visit with Rufus? Key military um, installations that seem to have uh, a backdoor channel that we can uh, enter into. Uh, well, I heard Novaria is really nice. I mean, it snows a lot, but I like snow. Um, Novaria, uh, back on Earth, I don't know, it kind of stinks, but, um, but it'll be nice in certain places. I heard New Zealand is pretty cool, but, uh, uh, and then there is, uh, well, Ilium is too structured and too many buildings um i know what what places would you you have any suggestions that can like look in research do we have a mission yes i have always wanted to travel perhaps uh, we can send you to no not there
You spent a lot of time on the Citadel. I know it's somewhere you're familiar with, yes? Yeah, uh, yeah, the Citadel's great. I, I, I'm still baffled at how they were able to create such a amazing city in space like that. I'd really like it if you visited this establishment. And you see, like, it's just like a kind of like a um, a uh, like a residential door. Yeah, um, sure, of course. Uh, and I'm sure you want me to report back. Yeah. No, just write it in your poetry. Do you have some that you could give me? Um, yeah, I can, like, forward it to you. Just via... hand it to me now. You look in your hand, you see that there's, like, a data slate. Oh. Yeah, um, well, here, here you go, uh, Dad. Excellent. You would see, again, if this was almost like this interaction's unfolding, you know, in the moment, you can't do anything. Your poems are, in fact, just detailed reports on alliance uh, happenings, as well as all of your work. It's basically you just handing over everything that you get from uh, being a spectator. I look forward to reading this stuff. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Uh... Thank you, Dad, for, you know, being there, as always. Yes, please leave the room. And as, again, nothing. The only that you can see is, is your father from you. He finally puts a hand on your shoulder, kind of like reaching up to you. You're my greatest work, son make me very proud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure that, you know, both you and mom is proud too. You know, and I never met her, but I just hope that she's proud of what... I just hope I make you both proud. So. We all are very proud. That's good to know. I, I guess I should be, you know, going to Citadel. Will I hear from you, or should I? Yes, let's figure out a time to spend some quality time together. Okay. Yeah. And it's a date, sort of, you know. Yes. Uh, I'll see you later. And make sure Rufus is, you know, fed and, you know, all that stuff. Good stuff. Yes, I'm sure Rufus will be completely fine. Okay. I'll see you later. I'm going to walk. As you walk, can I have you roll your willpower for me? Yeah. Um, that is a six. Okay. You're feeling a flood of different emotions and thoughts right now. It is hard. 
this blackness is now starting to feel as if it will never end. You are at a point in which you're feeling conflicted. This doesn't seem right, and yet it is the most real anything has ever been. That sense of something else in this darkness with you is now as if all you can have to do is just turn around and you'd see it, but it's constantly out of your sight. But its presence, you can almost feel it as if it is breathing down the back of your neck. Commander Nickens, I have to ask you, do you rise back up to the surface or stay where you are at? Nickens is just... I don't quite know what type of emotion he's feeling, but it's just going to will him to stay and pursue this feeling. I have to ask you, where are you going? What are you trying to do? He wants to, I, f I think the feeling that he's been father, yourself, or the person in the chamber. <laughs> the person in the chamber. Oh, oh no. Geez. You look around as you're just in this darkness, again, constantly avoiding this feeling that something is, at this point, circling you as if it was a shark in the water that you're in. And suddenly, that feeling stops. As if there is a moment of stillness in the water. Then suddenly you feel a grasp on your leg as you're being pulled farther and farther down into the darkness. Something is not only dragging you down, but crawling its way up your body as you Jesus. are face to face with yourself. But it is not you. It is someone who seems to be, in every way, shape, or form, your face, and yet not your life. It's not fair. You stole it from me. And I want it back. They picked me. 
No. They picked me and made you. They felt that I was the best choice to handle. Who are you? I am Commander Nickens. No, I am Commander Nickens. Well, you are genetic material made in a lab. That's what you could keep telling yourself that. You roll your willpower from me? Yeah. With disadvantage. Oh, okay. Uh. Eight. You hear your own voice echoing through the darkness. You can tell yourself that. You can tell yourself that. You can tell yourself that. And you realize as, like, you were talking to this person, it's like it has shifted. And you are just sinking farther and farther down into the darkness as you just keep hearing this voice that's saying like you can tell yourself that you can tell yourself that you can tell yourself that and we cut Cena Jazira Vlor you were all standing outside uh, in the kind of auditorium chamber. Jazira has emerged out from the room. Commander Nickens is not there. Uh, Tiberius is there as well. Can I have, I guess, Cena and Valor roll their listen? And Jaisira. I guess all three, actually. That'd be great. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Twelve. Twelve. Twenty-two. Nice. Okay. Valor and Jazira, you would definitely hear that there is like the sound of like not a commotion, no one's like yelling, but it's like um Commander's Nickens voice. It sounds like it is not in like distress, but also like stressed. It's just stressed. Like kind of like talking as if he's just out loud, but like to no one in like general, but just kind of talking um in the room. Oh, but he was recording. That's right. So you would have heard all of this. Yeah. Never his mind. Have been open yeah. You would not. So. Yeah, we well, heard everything. You heard everything. Jeez. Yes. Well, I my comms aren't open, so I would have technically had to. Lie. Yeah. So then, yes, 
Jaisira, you would have heard this through the door. Uh, Commander Nickens' comms is open, so you would have heard everything in regards to like the prep going up to it. So um, Chumi talking to him, and then like Commander's voice, Commander Nickens' voice now seems to be like just repeating the same thing over again, like stressed out. This sounds bad. Jaisira, what what's going on in there? Give me a moment. Uh, can I, I can, I'm gonna slowly make my way into the room and sort of just quietly open the door ever sure. so slightly to, to peek in. Can you, yeah, I don't need you, you don't have to go for that. Yeah, you like peek in and see that like Commander Nickens is like definitely, they are in the meld at the moment. Uh, but Commander Nickens definitely seems like he is uh, on the verge of going into some sort of, like, not, like, cardiac arrest, but, like, going into some level. Like, he's on the verge of, like, his body is not, he's not responding positively to what's happening to him. Okay, I'm going to walk in. I'm going to kneel. Shoot me. I think this is as much as he can take. Can you roll for me? And do, interestingly enough, can you actually do your biotics for me? Oh, am I rolling my square or my 20? Uh, Your d20. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Biotics, you say? All right, let me see. Would that be strength? Would that be under your skills? Skills, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Huh. All right. <laughs> 27. Okay. You say the words, but it's mostly like a biotic kind of like energy that you're very slowly and subtly like kind of letting out of yourself because Shumi is also involved in this, right? So Shumi. I'm, I'm just continuing to say Shumi until they hear me wherever they are. Shumi. Nickens. Come back to me. You hear a voice, Commander Nickens. It's Giant Zeros. As, like, the darkness around you starts to... Um, Become less and less void and more and more as you're rising to the surface. You're seeing all of these things as you experience them coming down back on the way up. And as you're going through, you hit that spot of that warm, positive feeling of like what should have been the surface. And yet it's lukewarm. It's becoming cold. It's not what you experienced going in. And as you kind of come back out, you find yourself in the small room, side room, in the Justicar monster. Um. Pickens has looks around for a moment 
and collapse collapses back to onto his knees and has the look of just a blank stare but also just lost and doesn't say anything Shumi speaks and she addresses Chinzira. You were correct. He is broken and compromised. Was I correct about everything, though? good inside this man that he thinks is his does not belong to him. And yet, it seems as if he did not know he is still a threat, Jaisir. The bad doesn't belong to him either. You roll your diplomacy for me. And Cena and, and Valor are hearing all of this too. Yeah. Shit. Sixteen. You are correct. And yet. He is a tool that could be used for great evil. What would you suggest we do, Jaisir? Offer him the same compassion you offered, Hannibal. You let him escape, Shumi. I saw you. And how much pain has that decision caused? Everything. Dominicans, you're still kind of like out of it, right? A little bit? Or you're, okay. Cleo, I'm sorry, Valor and Cena, you see as those two Jessicar that were um, previously kind of like barring your passage to that back area kind of turn and are walking towards that room um, that you saw Chinesira go into. Valor, something comes over him where he kind of starts to glow a little bit and he's, he's trying to now move towards the door. Excuse me, that's that's my patient. That's my commander in there. I, I need, I need to see him. And he's kind of like trying to push through to get through the door. Yeah, one of them definitely tries to like try and block your way. 
<laughs> you see Valor, very weak compared to an Asari, but he still gets that, like, biotic glow around his body. Let me in. I need to see him. Would you roll for me? Sure. Mm-hmm. Do your intimidate? <laughs> well, it's not... It's not anything, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a 19. You see, like a biotic glow go around uh, the person's. It, I'm gonna say it's probably um, Gisette, right? You see, like a biotic glow go around Gisette as well, but like stepping aside, but kind of like, hey, like if you want to throw fist, we'll do it. Like, but like, I'm letting you, like, be pre- like, hey, two can play that game. So you know, kind of thing. Like, but she steps aside, right? Valor doesn't even give it like a second thought and he he rushes into the door and goes straight for Commander Nickens, who I guess, you know, you're still still kind of a little bit incapacitated or kind of like a little woozy or out of it. Yeah. So then, He's just staring down to the ground on his knees. The other so, Justicar bends down to like pick, help pick him up. No, no, no. Hold, hold on, hold on. And Valor like comes in and he kind of gets in between and he's got like a little light and he's like looking at, you know. Okay, pupils, yes. And you can see, see that he's very concerned, but he's kind of channeling that into like trying to do like a, a readout on, on Commander Nickens, really hoping that he's okay. Commander, Commander, do do you know where you are? Are, are you all right? He doesn't do anything. He's just staring at the ground. Uh, and he's going to kind of like very quickly do like, you know, <laughs> doctor assessment. It's like, OK, cool. He didn't respond to my question. I'm going to give this guy like a quick a quick scan because I'm so, I'm so worried about him. Right. He's not. Jazeera, what what happened to him? As, as he's kind of like trying to assess his condition. Jazeera, what is, is he going to be all right? What is this? Valor, I asked you to wait outside. <laughs> Jazeera, look at. Look at Commander Nickens. He's, he's not okay. What, what's wrong with him? Valor, please. This one time, please just listen to me. That's what I'm trying to do. Please, t- tell me. But, what? <sighs> Commander! And he turns back and he, now he's kind of like shouting at Commander Nickens. C- Commander Nickens, please. Are, can you hear me? While, like, all this is going on, like, shoot me again because it just has not really left focus off Jaisir, right? And just, it's, imagine while Valor's like, Commander, can you hear me? Like, doing doing all this kind of, like, frantic talk. She just talks and it pierces through all that as if she's, she is having a direct conversation with Jaisir. He must be secured. He cannot be allowed to roam around while Cerberus is attacking. I know. But I brought him here because I knew it would bring someone back here. I see. She 
she thinks back to the conversation that uh, you both had when you were flying into the planet, talking about storms. Seems we cannot outrun the storm this time. We don't have to run. What good has that done us? But we must weather it. Well, at least now we understand that we're in the eye of the storm. Chumi turns to the like the Jessicar that is like again like Valor. You probably when you initially were going in doing your like uh, assessment, she stepped away because you were like admit, but she looks. He cannot be allowed to roam free. He must be taken to the cell. Put him in with the other. I mean, Valor just looks to Jazira, confused and kind of steps back because it's like, well. I don't know what's going on, but something's going on with Jazeera, and I'm sure she'll fill it in. So he kind of like steps back, but is very confused. Valor, I'm sorry. I always told you I was a Justicar. But please trust that I always look for the best decision best for everyone. Decision. I mean, you can see kind of feel as you're being like, picked up off the ground like please take him into the chamber carry that we cut to Cleo you are in the Rubicon. You are flying towards one of the cities, major cities on Thessia, mm-hmm. where this warehouse was, where you saw these ships coming in, these manifests, and yet kind of an oddity that you notice. The, the clerical side of your, your brain notice, like, mm, this seems weird. You're heading there, you're in cloaked mode. Mm-hmm. You're in the front cockpit. I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the front back with Morgan and, and Tyrion? Tyrion? Tyrion is is not there, but can literally oh, yeah. get there as soon as you want to. He's in the ship. I would I would say I, I call Tyrion in because it's basically like team huddle yeah. in here. And I would say she calls Voke too. Like okay. just, so we might, yeah, something might be up. <laughs> okay, so Tyrion gets there first, kind of out of breath. He was probably somewhere else. Um, you have a moment before Vogue comes up. If you wanted a moment with just the the, the three of you, or you can wait to address everyone. Vogue can show up. I think I'll time. wait to address everyone when they're okay. there. Vogue, what, 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 why did we leave? Where is everyone? We can't just go. We, we're not. We're not abandoning your team yet. That's, That's what only I said. we can't leave them yet. Um. However, something has. As I was doing my investigation of manifests in the area and just air traffic, just seeing if there were any tells as to where this potential attack could come from. Something doesn't look right with, and you see kind of 
um, Cleo move to the front of the cockpit and she like points. Mm-hmm. She's like, that warehouse right there. Yeah. Morgan scan. Or I guess I guess I use spot and then I also want to do a scan. So like basically, is there anything on the outside that's weird? Like that can be observed that's like a little odd, like how big it is. I would say that the spot, I don't need you to roll for it. There's nothing that seems out of place from this warehouse. It seems large. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could definitely have stored. You do like the math, and it easily could have stored all the equipment that was being like being shipped there. So it seems fine. But go ahead and do a scan. So do a um, electronics. Oh, electronics on the person who really doesn't have that skill. Yeah, but you're being boosted by the ship. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that's a dirty 20. 16 mm-hmm. plus 4. Okay. Plus with, like, the uh, the modifier from, like, the ship. <laughs> ship. It would have <laughs> reduced the difficulty. So, um, yeah. For the scan reveals that there are no life forms in this warehouse. And it seems relatively empty. Empty now? Mm-hmm. Can I do a thing where I can see where, like, can I do the thing in video games where, like, you tap into a sense and you can see where people went or you can, like, see <laughs> things that are unseen? You want uh, your Batman ability? Okay. Yeah, uh... I want to be Batman or, like, Ghost Heart Tokyo. You do, like, this really cool spiritual sense where if you lock onto somebody's, like, aura, you can see where they went. But uh, I'm not magic. <laughs> I just yes. have biotics. Um, I guess. I guess. I guess what I want to try and do is see if there's any way I could see, like, where that context clues as to, like, where this stuff could have possibly gone. Well, you can certainly get closer. <laughs> or you can try and, uh, I guess, maybe hack the terminals to get uh, cameras inside. Jeez. Uh, I'd much rather not hack because I don't want to reverse hack this ship. <laughs> I'll get a little closer. Uh, ma'am, how close do you want me to get? I think I think Cleo Cleo's one of those people who like once she's on something she's on something, she doesn't let it go. She's like, no, no, no. We need to this, this, get me closer and a little closer. If you're cool with it, cinematically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes to whatever you're going to do. Cleo rushes to the back of the ship. Mm-hmm. As the ramp comes down on the back. Oh, and she's like holding as, like, the ship, like kind of like turns and it's like backing in as you're like looking inside. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, like the warehouse like doors are probably like slightly ajar. Again, c- c- cinematically doesn't make sense why they're open, but or I'm sorry, logically doesn't make sense, but cinematically it's dope. As like you're on the edge of the ship looking in, and you see that like it is an empty warehouse, but there is like a warehouse that has like water access. And can I have you roll for me and do now do your spot? Or knowledge tactics, whichever you prefer. Probably spot. Probably my spoot. Because I think I have high wisdom because of my biotics. Yep. Ooh, that's an eight. Mm. 
it's hard to tell. You might need to get closer, maybe even go inside. Oh, shit. You have your bodyguards there. I do. Yeah, you can always send them in. I'm not. Oh, that'd be so mean. No. I was. Oh, I thought I dies. I mean, there's no life forms in there, right? Right. So you know. Could be I think, I think Cleo tried. grabs Vogue. Hmm. Cleo grabs Vogue. Oh. You're coming with me. Huh? What? No, we need to get back to the monastery. This might I... help the monastery. Can you roll your diplomacy for me? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I am a very charismatic person now, though. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hooray! Oh, shoot. Okay, so that is a dirty 20. It's a 13 plus 7. Volk looks at you and goes, No. And then, like, grabs his warhammer. <laughs> now I'm ready. <laughs> Great. I think she she then runs back to the cockpit. Sure. And so she looks at, um... I, I keep blanking Morgan. on... Morgan? Uh, oh, no, T- oh, yeah. Thailand? Yeah, Thailand. Thailan. Thailan. She looks at Morgan and Thailan. And she's like, I trust the Rubicon to be in your hands momentarily. I have to find out what's down there. Uh, Thielen, who, aka the Wrath, right? Mm-hmm. Ma'am, I cannot let you go alone. I have to go with you. That's my job. The nerd. Oh gosh, who is who is our who is our Vogue? Who's your con? Or sorry, Valor. Who's your? We have. What's her name's on the ship? Oh, Diana. Oh, Diana. Diana. Yeah. Diana's on the ship. Or Diana. But she is. Oh uh, yes. yeah, yeah, she's there. Uh, Cleo calls Diana to the to Diana, the to the cockpit. Okay. Yes, she would arrive. Diana Morgan. For the time being, the Rubicon is in your control. Thielen, Voke, and myself are going to see what was in this facility. I hope that it's just a quick in, quick out. We will be on comms at all times. But if something goes wrong, protect yourselves. And this vessel. It was a big investment. So I guess the Rubicon like gets a little bit closer enough for like we like drop. Yeah, you guys like drop down and like mm-hmm. you're like I'd say like right outside the warehouse, the doors like slightly open, and like I picture it's like dusk or like it's really cloudy, and so it's like mm, under the under the. It's definitely clouds. overcast again. It's like gonna be raining soon. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Want to check out this warehouse? You should kind of me stealthily walk in. <sighs> What is the hacking? <sighs> what are what are what are Tilan's skills? He's like a warrior. He's a super. Okay, shoot. So I got like two bodyguards, which is great. Um, 
I think since she's up close, she feels a little better hacking, especially if it's just on her own terminal versus like the ships. So I think she's gonna try and like, just see what the cameras did. And see if, see if anything, if the cameras can tell her what she needs to know, then yeah, she'll just get back up on the ship, have them like come around, circle okay. around the airport one more time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and come get her. Okay. Can you roll your hack for me, please? Yes. Okay, okay, 18. Okay. Okay. So you go hack into the system, right? You see camera mm-hmm. feeds like around the warehouse. And you start to like cycle through it and it just looks completely empty. There seems to be remnants of like stuff people had been in here. You can see like crates that have been opened and like discarded the side. There seems to be like, there's definitely, there was definitely things that happened on in this warehouse. And again, there's, there's just like this pool of water. It's like on the the the, um, uh, the docks. So it's like, imagine like a ship could have come in here, like at the back end of the warehouse mm-hmm. is like where the ocean front is. So like, you know, a ship could come in, you could load cargo on it, it could drive out, but like, it looks empty in here. Do we, do we go inside? What do you see? Nothing. But there has to be something. Then what are we waiting for? And folks just kind of like... <laughs> just to it's walk great. I, I expect nothing less. <laughs> After you. <laughs> she just... Yeah. Okay. So folks like going in, you're like in the middle and, and Thielen's like on back, just like covering your guys at six. And as you walk in, you see that again, and yes, it's empty warehouse, but like you can just smell is there's like this mechanical like uh oily kind of smell like almost like a motor pool kind of mm-hmm. feel like if you went to like a mechanic and there's just like rubber and synthetic oils and things like that um can you roll your i'd say spot but really it should be tactics i can try tactics yeah. all right that's just a 16. Okay. Um, as you're walking in, it's just this eeriness as focus in front, just like, you know, just, just kind of like breathing. His breathing is what's echoing through like this, this, like he's ready for something. But it seems like, again, this area was assembled and like there were, there's, there were things that were assembled in here. As you start to put two and two together, you see a bunch of equipment came down to the planet and never left. As you're starting to look around, you realize, oh, oh no. This seems to be where Cerberus was bringing equipment down to the planet, building things, and they're now on their way to the island in submersibles. And with that, will end today. Oh. oh my god. We're screwed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, because there's caves yeah. under there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my god. Ooh. Well, everyone, this was one. <laughs> this was definitely one. A uh, lot to unpack here. Um, so there's yeah. a lot to discuss in the after episode. So if you aren't already, uh, you can hear us talk about it, and it's going to be, yeah, a lot to unpack. Um, But 
before we sign off for that, we have to thank everyone who is a Patreon member who allows us to continue to do the awesome stuff that we do. Um, mm -hmm. Do we have a list? And if so, can we read it? Yeah. Yeah, who wants to read it? Well, I can read it. It's fine. But it's I feel like you've volunteers. been through a lot today. <laughs> you can send it to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a CSV file, so... I don't know what that means, but okay. Oh, it's Excel. Like you can open it in Excel. Microsoft oh, okay. Excel cool. Phone. Or a Google Sheet. Sweet. Google oh, I'm seeing these things. So, of course, obviously, this could not be possible without uh, everything that uh, we've gotten with the support from our Patreon members. So, big shout out. Here I go. Apologies for mispronouncing any of these. I read the name, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aonadrone Cookie? Coke? Uh, Matthew Arham. Krogans with Wings. Josh. Sneaky Little Pete. Sci-Fi Gene. Reaper Babe Gaming. Paradise. A random guy. Ron Pauling. Godfall. Folks left earlobe. Thresher Meow. <laughs> Mr. STG Vicious. Keith Coons. Jonathan Wold. Kai. Gwen Stewart. Anthony Stewart. Uh, Adrian Blackmore. Burt Jennings. Evan Glessner. <laughs> Emily Jacobson. <laughs> Matt Acevedo. <laughs> Dylan Douglas. Blau the Unknowable. Petal Petal, Julius Caesar, Andrew Kempf, Oliver. Oh no, I couldn't possibly say this name. I would rather roll Nat Ones Forever, aka Lupa Goopa. Lopa Goopa. Whew. Malik So, Jaeger, Cyclops 88, Steve Waddle, Joshua Fryer, Nick Noltzies. Oh no. Nick. Oh, that was really like, no, wow. I was about to, Yeah, I was like, oh my. <laughs> oh, hello. Nick Nodazole. Nodazole? Light the Chimera. Okay. John Rionotis. Devin Urid. Devin Diamond. Ghost of the Relay. Jack Spade. Spooky. Frederick Arigi. Egg. Enemigdic Pixel. Enemigdic Pixel. Yeah, great. Zippity Gates. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Zippity Gates. Fritz Joff. Gordon D. Duke. Sarah Shandy. Anthony. Alex, aka Archangel Zoll. Guy Dude. Heroes Reforged. Frank Jepfert. Chase Duddum. To Soul T. Misunderestimated Masterpiece. Hilux. Catmeister Cole, Mark Sajar, Jake Yuntha, <laughs> Verlox, Berserk Chimera, Tachunkasaurus, Alex Dean, Numpty524, Tyler Ogorek, Tyler Boyce, David, Naeem Stewart, Lala Hulzi, Winston.exe, Zenblade, William Lim, Melapanoma, nope, Melapan. Yeah, Melopamoma. Melopanum? Melopamamo. Melopamamo. Ah, damn it. The moon rules! Moving on! Alex Curran. <laughs> Derek Takade. Stephen Kane. Thank you so much. Apologies for butchering all of your names, but it was fun for me. Um, thanks, everyone. If you really want to catch Thank that you. awesome episode, post episode conversation, we're heading to the It's going to be juicy. 
It's gonna be juicy. It's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Well, I guess until next time, everybody. Keep, keep making, making those, those tough, tough decisions. decisions.